Hey mamas, and welcome to the Entering Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Marie Bilger, a wife, mom of two, mechanical engineer, VBAC mom, and doula, serving mamas through pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. If you're here for this, if you're as pumped up as I am and searching for that fire that you know is deep inside of you, then let's go. Let's uncover what it truly means to enter motherhood. You are a rock star. I believe in you. Let's doula this. Let's crank it up a notch and let's kick it into high gear together. Hey mamas, in this episode, we talk with Helen Thompson, who is a past childhood care provider and is now teaching baby massage. We go into how baby massage can help not only with bonding with our baby, but also building their social skills, helping with digestive issues, teething, and also vital developmental skills. As a parent who works and utilizes childcare, I am all about making the most of the time with my baby and making that time more efficient and learning how to best bond with them in that time that I have with them. So this conversation is full of benefits that correlate to baby massage and learning how we can discover more about our babies and build a relationship with them even when they are little infants. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I had so much fun creating it with Helen and it is just full of so much. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to Entering Motherhood. I'm happy to have you here today and get the conversation started. But let's start off first by uh, having you introduce yourself. Well, hi, Sarah. I'm very happy to be here. My name's Helen. I um, live in the northwest coast of Australia and I teach baby massage and I've been doing it for the last um, 10, 15 years. Before that, I worked in the childcare industry for 20 plus years. So I've sort of got a lot of experience with children and mothers and um, baby massage. And um, I'm delighted and very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited because obviously we did, you know, an episode on your podcast that I will definitely link in the show notes too for this if anybody wants to hear the conversation that we had on your podcast. So how about you kind of, again, like just give a little bit like what your podcast is, like how long you've been doing that and um, what has been your favorite part about podcasting? Ah, Well, uh, my podcast is called First Time Mums Chat. And my favorite part about podcasting is meeting lovely people and talking to lovely people and but the main thing I love about podcasting is the community I I like having a community of mums where we can all whether you're a mum or you're not a mum or you're expecting or whatever even if you're a grandparent you're still you're still part of a community and I love being part of that community and supporting mums the best way I can and the best way we all can because I think motherhood is something that is a tricky time for everybody even if you're a first-time mum a second-time mum a third-time mum you're still a first-time mum that's why it's called first-time mums because you're a first-time mum for 
every child you have, you're a first time mum for every childcare worker. You're still that first time. It's still that first time experience for that child. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that a lot of us don't understand until we have like maybe more kids and we think like, oh, like I already had one, like this is going to be no problem. And then it's like, but you're a first time mom having two kids or a first time mom having three kids. And it's like, it adds on a whole new complexity to the situation and you're now navigating it in a whole new way. So yeah, I completely agree with that. And you're navigating a new baby as well. You're navigating a new child because every child is different. No child is exactly the same, even if they're twins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, I know they may look alike, but they're still still both individuals. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I think that's like, you know, like I don't have twins or anything. Like I've seen twins. I've met twins. And I think that's, yeah, something that's, you know, we are like each individual people and you are a unique mom with your kids and each kid that comes. So circling back around to baby massage and, and everything that you've been doing, you said 10, 15 years that you've been doing this work. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. So what got you in to focusing on baby massage and, and where can we really see um, benefits with it? Okay, well, well, that's up with. I got into baby matter because I had so many mums when I was working in childcare who used to come to me saying, "I'm stressed. My baby's not sleeping. How do I bond? How do I connect with my baby? I'm exhausted. I'm overwhelmed. I just want to dump them here with you, and I just want a break, you know, because I just can't cope." And I sort of thought about that, and I sort of thought, "Well, yes, that's how mums, you know, when you first have a baby, that that's true, but." I sort of thought there must be a way I can help mums with this. There must be something else other than them just dropping me in child, dropping the kid in childcare. So I did a bit of research and I found a baby massage class and I thought, right, um, I'm going to go and check this out. So I just went and I just observed the mum, you know, that sort of saw how it all happened. And I sort of thought this is really interesting because I could see the connection that the parents were having with their baby. So I thought, right, I want to go and train in this. So I went and did my training in it. And I haven't looked back. I've actually really enjoyed it. Combining that with childcare has really, really helped me to understand, you know, the communication and the bond so much more. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, for, for someone who puts their kids into childcare and has to be separated from their children and, you know, like those very first few months, yeah, my daughter was only nine weeks old when we first oh, wow. put her in daycare. And so having to be separated, when you talk about that disconnect, I mean, I wanted to go back to work. I, I wanted to like contribute to how I was working before, but I didn't want to necessarily leave my kid at the same time. So, mm. you know, I'm interested to hear how we can build that connection and that bond back with our baby by maybe doing something like massage and, and building that connection to have with them in the times that, you know, we don't get to see them as often or we do feel like there's that disconnect or how you were saying that like stressed out like oh just take them like I'm so overwhelmed well I think there are two angles to that there's the baby massage side and there's my child care side as well so I'll I'll talk about the baby massage side 
first. But I think having that massaging your baby is so important because you're giving them that touch. You're releasing you're releasing oxytocin, which is a which is a love hormone, but I like to call it the cuddle hormone because you're watching your baby's cues as you massage them and you're looking in their eyes and you're sort of, you're smiling at each other and you've got that skin to skin and you're touching and you're communicating with them. And if you if they've got issues, I mean, any sort of tummy issues or anything, you can gently eat, help them ease those tummy issues by just chatting to them and communicating with them and saying, right, well, I'm just going to touch your tummy now and I'm just going to touch your legs now. I'm just going to touch your arm now. And you can see their reaction. You can see whether they're smiling. And if they're not smiling and they're looking away, well, then you just, they may not want a massage. But you're you're learning those body cues and you're learning, you can see your baby smiling, which is at you, which is so beautiful for a mum particularly. And it gives you, if you're stressed at the end of the day and you've gone and picked up your child, and you're giving them a bath. I mean, you just want that connection. It that's that's um, valuable for that respect, and it helps you to build your confidence to know that you can relax with your baby more as well. And it also helps dads too. I want to mention dads in there as well. I mean, I know mums. You know, we're talking about mums, but it's a great connection for dads as well because that they can bond. Because I mean, if you're breastfeeding, the dad might feel left out. So he can sort of massage the baby as well and build up that build up that bond with the baby. Yeah. So yeah, completely. So what are different maybe like top massages that are like common in babies? Like I'm thinking like oh like a massage like you know like your shoulder massage and things like that but then I'm like thinking for a baby is it more like if they're breastfeeding like maybe like around their cheeks or like you were saying like their tummy if they're colicky or, or anything and, like are there yeah. common places to I start think it, I think it really it depends I mean baby massage you mentioned the cheeks now baby massage can help with teasing because by rubbing the baby's cheeks you're actually um releasing some of that pain in their in their gums when it's going through and if you use any gels which I'm I, I you know I, I I use here we have bongella you can put a bit of bongella inside the gum and while you you don't massage inside the gum, it's always sort of outside the cheeks. And just by doing that, you're helping to release um, teasing. It also helps, as I said, with digestion. I mean, it doesn't have to be colic. Colic's just one of the things it can assist with, but it can help with the digestion. It can help with the lymphatic system because you're, as you know, the, uh, the lymphatic system is basically. I, I'm not. I'm not a doctor, but I know it's wa- basically the waste system. You, it's it's all that waste. And you can, when you're massaging, you can help release all that waste and helps build their immune system um, and a hand-eye coordination. I mentioned, you know, when you're talking to your baby, yeah. it helps with their social skills. There's so many, um, those are just a few. There are so many different benefits, but those are the ones, and the senses as well, touch and smell and seeing and communicating. They're all, they're all important as well. Yeah. So Yeah, I didn't even think about, you know, communication and and that being something, you know, sometimes you're sitting there with your baby and you're like, what do I do with them? They're not like doing <laughs> anything. Like you just want to stare at them and and be like in all of them, but like being able to do like a little massage and say like, "Oh, like I'm feeling your belly." Like they're learning their body parts, they're hearing yes. your voice. And like, that's such a way to connect with them and really bond with them. Just having some sort of conversation. Like I know, like our pediatrician always just said, like, 
you know, like explain things that you're doing, like talk through like, oh, like here I am stirring the pot of pasta or like whatever you're doing, like really just over explaining basic stuff because it's all new to them. It's they don't know what their belly is. They don't know what their cheeks are. So like touching those parts and saying the names, I think is is excellent for just like verbal communication and such in that sense. Yeah. And it's also, I think, um, to bring on, you mentioned a touch. I mean, touch is so valuable because we all thrive on touch and particularly babies. They love to be touched, but they also like to be respected. And this is something I was going to mention too. They also like to be respected. So asking your baby if it's okay to massage them and people sort of say to me, but how can I ask a three months old baby or a, a newborn baby how to be massaged if they want it? But they, they give you those cues if they're looking at you, if they're smiling at you, if they're kicking their legs excitedly. You know, they, they can tell you whether they want it or not. And if they're looking away and they, you know, they're crying or whatever, well, then, you know, they're telling you, no, I'm not quite sure that I want a massage at the moment. I might just want to cuddle. And I think it also gives them that autonomy and that respect. It's That's another thing. It's sort of teaching them that, respect of touch and respect of communication it's sort of asking them is it okay if I talk with you now is it okay if I give you you know um, a massage right now it's teaching them that respect it's teaching them that it's okay to say no yeah and if they do say no to respect that and not to go ahead unless they've got unless you know they've got colic and you know they're in pain well then I would say say to them look I know you've said no I know you're in pain right now but I'm going to do the colic, you know, help you with your tummy to help you release all that colic, but tell them what you're doing and why you're doing it. So they know that you're not disrespecting them. Yeah. I love that. That's so like, yeah, that's so important to like, just be aware of. Cause yeah, you might think like, Oh, like, you know, they can't communicate with me. Like they're only a couple months old, but I think like we do. And the more that we do it and bond with our babies, I think like you can pick up on those things and even just being in the practice of doing it Mm -hmm. so that when they are able to fully communicate with you, they know that those conversations are, are normal and, and what to expect. Mm -hmm. Even picking them up in the morning, that's all communication you know, picking them up in the morning and saying, good morning, Joe, whatever your baby's name is. You know, I'm I'm just picking you up. We're going to get ready for the day. We'll change your nappy slash diaper. And we're just going to get ready for the day and yeah. communicate and tell them what you're doing. When would you suggest is the best time to be doing a massage with our baby? The quiet alert state is when they've just sort of, they've just woken up. They've they're, they're alert, they're, they're excited, they're looking around, sort of seeing, they're looking around at people, they're looking around at the universe, they're sort of looking around at the room and they're sort of smiling and they're sort of wanting to be engaged with. That's the best time to do it because if you sort of, if you miss that stage and you miss the stage when they're getting a bit grumpy or they're hungry or they're tired, they're not going to benefit from it and neither are you because they're just going to say, no, nah, I don't want this. You know what it's like when you're tired and you don't want you don't want to be tired. You just want to go to sleep or you just want to be fed or watered or whatever it is. And the babies are exactly the same. So it's in that state when they've just sort of woken and they're fully awake and they're ready to be engaged with and to be communicated with. 
that's that's the best time to do it. And the other time, I guess, if you if you get into a routine, is to do it just be, just before bed as well, because that'll help to relax them and help them to go to sleep. But I was going to suggest with a newborn or with up to about sort of say four months. I wouldn't do it before. I mean, any time I wouldn't do it before a bath because you've got oil and everything on them, and you don't want oil and water don't mix. Yeah. So, so you know, you mentioned like oil. Like, what kinds of things can we use when we're giving them massages? And then you also mentioned what did you say for like in their mouth? Oh well, that's something that we use here. For I mean, I wouldn't recommend. I'm not recommending that as a product because I think you've got to sort of go, I'm just covering my back here, you know, have to go to a doctor or whatever for tea, you know, they've got really bad teasing. But uh-huh. we, in Australia, we have something called Bongella. Okay. And it gives you the directions on the back of how to use it. And, you know, in childcare, parents used to frequently give give us Bongella to sort of put on the baby's gums. I mean, that, that's, that does help. Yeah. But, but massaging the cheeks for the teasing, I think is, is, is great. And the other thing which people don't actually know about teasing, have you ever heard of reflexology? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know very much about reflexology, but I've learned a little bit through baby massage. And your hands and your feet relate to all the different organs in your body. And if you actually massage your toes from the big toe to the little toe, you're actually that's actually part of your it's part of your teeth I don't know I don't know what I don't know the particular I'm not going to go into it because I don't know but I do know that if you massage your baby's toes you're actually relieving their teething problems as well oh that's so interesting that reminds me I do remember seeing uh an image of like a little baby foot with different parts kind of color code it and saying like oh if you massage like this little bit or like this little bit it has like different benefits mm-hmm. like different I mean, parts of yeah. the foot is is really connected to a whole bunch of different uh parts in our whole body yeah that's right it is I mean I as I said I I don't know much about reflexology but you learn you learn little tidbits about these if you do if you do different modalities and massage definitely gives you those tips so yeah, yeah. Because I never realized that until yeah. I sort of learned baby massage and I was looking at some of the moves I, you know, learned and I thought, oh, that actually helps with teasing. I, I never knew that. Yeah, it's so. crazy how like our whole body is interconnected. And like, I mean, for somebody listening, like if you've never personally gotten a massage yourself, like I say, like go out and like get one, like see what it feels like. And I never like even got a massage until I was pregnant with our first. And my husband had actually gifted me like a prenatal massage. I was 30 some weeks pregnant. And that was the first time that I ever got like professionally massaged in my life. And it's wild, like just the way that uh, it can help us, you know, all over our body. So like, I can only imagine with like a little baby, like being able to experience that, what that would Mm. be like. Yeah, it's nice. And I think you and mothers who massage your parents who massage your babies also get to know how, you know, how big they get too, because you start when you're a little baby and the little legs are so small. And then when they get bigger, you're massaging, you think, oh, your legs got bigger or your arms got a bit bigger. And, you know, you just sort of, I think you observe your baby a lot more. You because of the, the you know, you know communication and you're connecting with them a lot more, you're seeing a lot more things about them that you might not, 
you might not notice before because you you're so close and up, up personal with them and yeah yeah it's not, you can massage them when you're changing the nappy as well I mean that you can still do you know that's all part of massage yeah and doing it in small doses as well especially when they're little you don't have to massage do the whole massage sequence straight away I mean, in fact, I'd recommend it you don't until your baby gets used to it. You know, start slowly and then build it up. And once they've got used to it, they'll like, they'll love you to do the whole lot, but just do it gradually, just build it up slowly. You know, yeah. not try and do so much all at once because, as I said, if yeah. babies don't want to be touched, they'll let you know. And it's better to just keep, do it gradually in small doses. And then once they've got used to certain parts, then you can go on to the next part and, and yeah. Hey mamas, quick break here to talk about Love Held, which is a company that makes beautiful ring sling carriers. Since we are talking about our babies and bonding with them and really connecting with them, I thought it was a good segue into what these slings can provide all while looking great and being able to easily fold down and fit into a diaper bag or store somewhere if you're tight on space. I absolutely love them. And Love Held now also creates bedding, bath, and kitchen linens too with their unique handwoven material. So go ahead over and check them out for yourself. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Let's get back to the episode. So tell us specifically what you do when working with moms and what that kind of looks like. Like, do you have virtual services, just in-person services? Like what all goes into that? Well, I do both. I have virtual services and I work on one-on-one with moms. I personally don't massage the baby. I don't know if you can see in the video, but I have two little dolls at the back there. I teach them on, on those dolls. To me, as we're talking about the connection, it's a bond that you have with your baby and it's the mother that does it. So I, I demonstrate everything on the dolls and I go through the process very slowly and I'm always sort of you know, stopping at each section to sort of ask if the mums need help or if they if they under if they need connection or or whatever they whatever they need. So I don't rush through it. I do it very slowly. Um, I have, as I said, I have one on one classes. I do them um, in, and I have group classes as well. But I'm sort of now going more towards online. That doesn't mean that I don't get the bonding and the communication because you can still do that online these days. But I do like the one-on-one classes the best yeah. because you, you see the mums to connecting together. Um, but the online classes can be exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like something that's so important. So like in your clients or like mothers that you've worked with, parents that you've worked with, like what has been the biggest change? Like, is it the bonding that they have with their babies or or how has their their mood adjusted with with doing this like what what's the biggest change that you've seen in doing it I think it's the connection that the 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 mothers have had and the parents have had I mean they've come back and it also helps with you know the colics and you know I've had a lot of people come back to me after they've done their sort of colic you know tummy time and the colic one that they've actually said you know my baby's feeling so much better and my baby and I really love being massaged now. You know, they they love the connection that they have. 
and it's they say it's a lot it's been helping them to sleep I didn't mention that as a benefit but you know my baby's more relaxed I'm more relaxed so that therefore they've slept better or they're much calmer at certain times of the day because we have that time together and we have we we, we have that respect for each other and I guess that's those are the sort of main things that I've heard parents say you know they slept better their colic's much better if they've had it or the tummy feels much looser and I've been singing with them and I've been communicating with them and I find out things that I didn't even realize that my baby did. I know I can sort of look in their eyes and I can see them smiling at me and and all that, yeah, it's those are the main those are the main things that our parents have said to me. And they, they haven't that. realized that before. You know, they haven't realized that by just that bond and that connection I guess it's I, I don't know I guess it's releasing of that oxytocin that I mentioned before that you know yeah. what do you call it the cuddle hormone yeah I call it the cuddle hormone I love that <laughs> but it's uh, technically it's not the cuddle hormone it's <laughs> love, but it's I think it's nice to call it the cuddle hormone because that's what you're doing you're giving yeah. that you're giving you're embracing your baby and you're giving them that cuddle it's maybe not a sort of physical cuddle but you're embracing them in in that touch and that skin to skin and that's what's so lovely about it yeah what kind of resources do you have going on right now and do you have anything that might be able to help like jumpstart us into you know like the first little movements that we can do with our baby or like where to kind of start if we're interested in getting into baby massage um, what you mean interested in baby massage just in general or just like between you and your baby? I I think I'd always sort of, you know, maybe just start doing it on the legs because that's, you know, that's where babies are so used to being touched because you're changing their nappies all the time. And you're you know, starting with the legs, just while you're mass while you're, you know, asking them and telling them what you're doing when you're changing their ni- nappy. I, I keep wanting to say nappy, but you know, I know you say diaper, but um, <laughs> you know, when you're changing them, just sort of give them a gentle leg massage and just say, look, I'm just gonna give you a gentle leg massage. But as I said, you always ask permission because you just let them know and you say, look, I'm just gonna give you your leg a massage. And if they winch, well, yeah, just connect with them and just sort of put your hands on them when you're, t- you know, when when they're lying down gently and saying, is it okay if I give you a massage? And just gently give them a, what I call the velvet cloak, start from the shoulders and you go all the way down the side of the body to the legs. That's sort of, that's sort of giving them that sort of embracing warm feeling. You know, when you're, if you have a massage, you have that, I think it's what they call the, they, when they start the massage, they go from the shoulders and they just, get you used to the massage and that yeah just that and you mentioned oils before um oils um i would recommend using um pure organic oils not not mineral oils because they're too they're too harsh um and you know sunflower oil almond oil um apricot oil because they're all moisturizer but always do a little patch test first to make sure that you're because you don't want to massage your whole baby with oil and then realize they're allergic to it so always do a little patch test first and don't and essential oils there's a there's a bit of um controversy with essential oils some people say use essential oils but i personally don't like using essential oils because i think they're too strong for babies 
but they they are very beneficial but i think they're too strong for babies yeah well i love it do you have anything else that you feel like you wanted to add to give you know like advice for new moms or just like a little extra added thing that you'd want to say to a mom that's going through you know a newly postpartum time I think I'd say embrace with your baby and give baby massage a try and communicate with them. Because if you are going through a stressful time, if you are, you know, going through postnatal depression or whatever you're happening with you and your baby, by just touching them and communicating with them can can release that postnatal depression because you you're talking to them and you're communicating with them. And just take the time to be with your baby and give them, give you both that mum and baby time because it will help you relax more if you know that you're giving them that quality time because you know that then you can sort of say, okay, well, I'm just going to have a break now. But if you give them that time to begin with and your baby connects with you and they understand that you may be going, what you're going through. And I just say, chill out and just try and relax with your baby. I know it's harder, easier said than done sometimes, but Give, give yourself the opportunity to try baby massage, even if it's just the legs, even if it's just the arms, even if it's just the feet, just, just engage with them through touch because touch is so vital for our survival. I love it. So how can we get in contact with you? Where can we reach you? Give us all that information. Um, you can get in touch with me. I have a website called mybabymassage.net. I also have an Instagram page as well, which I post on. I do have a Facebook page, but I'm tending to shift towards more towards Instagram at the moment. And if you go to mybabymassage.net forward slash me, you will get all that, all the information I've just said. There's links to all of what I've just said. So that, yeah, if you go, if you go to that, you'll, connect with me and I always love connecting with people and hearing their views I mean even if a mum isn't sure about baby massage and wants to know more about it please you know I'm very happy to engage with them and and try and support them the best way I can I love it awesome well thank you so much for sharing everything that you know and you know teaching us about how we can bond better with our babies through baby massage well, thank you, Sarah. It's been a pleasure being here. And I look forward to connecting with you and your mums more and being a part of a, a nice village and a nice community. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Thank you, mamas, so much for listening. Remember, you are a rock star. I believe in you. Let's doula this. Let's crank it up a notch and let's kick it into high gear together. Hit that subscribe button. Share this episode with a friend. Message me, email me, call me, beat me. You know how to reach me. We're doing this, mamas. I am so excited to catch you here next week. This is your one-stop go-to place for helping you find the resources you need to make the best choices for you and your family during pregnancy, birth, and most importantly, postpartum. See you later, mamas.